0: Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Mbakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Greetings, everyone, and happy new month. Welcome to the house of the Shepherd and Bishop of our souls, (laughs) Nairobi Chapel (laughs) Mbakasi. This is Fred Alexander Oyola, the pastor here at Nairobi Chapel Mbakasi. I'm glad. You've decided to listen to us today. Maze, we've been missing. I've been away. I've been on holiday. I was celebrating 10 years anniversary. 10 years. Hmm? Hey, God has been faithful, man. God has been so kind to me and my beautiful wife. We give God all the glory. And may He allow us to see many more. May the Lord bless all your marriages. For those who are listening to us and are married, God bless you. For those who are single, <laughs> may the Lord Karibu nisana. And my prayer for you this year and um, the many years that follow is that the Lord will bless your years to fruitfulness. As you always begin, allow me to begin with our announcements. Nairobi Chapel Mbakasi is a church of Bible reading. Eh, we are those guys. We began on the 11th of January. We are now on Ezekiel 25. That's where we begin tomorrow, Monday. And we've been reading. Now, I can't really believe that we've gotten to the point of the almost finishing the Old Testament. Amazing stuff. Tomorrow, 6th of September, we are on our Bible Study Zoom Hangout on the book of Jeremiah. Because the prophets have long books. We gave each one and we gave each other time to, to catch up on our readings. And so now, tomorrow, we're in the book of Jeremiah as we study uh, the book. And so, karibu nisana, share, share, share widely. We have Africa Children's Prayer Day on the 2nd of October. As you know, our children across Nairobi Chapel churches have been getting their 40 days of prayer. We are helping our children to learn to know how to pray. And so, um, encourage, encourage them. We've been sending it to our parents. And, uh, many of our churches are sending it. So, encourage your children to pray. Help them. So our next Children's Sunday will be on the 10th of October after our um, VBS that's on that previous week. And so just we'll keep you um, notified. We'll call you. We'll let you know about what's happening over there. Our next fasting period will be on the 25th to the 29th of October. Join us in that. And 7th of November will be our third year anniversary celebration. Can I hear some shouting and ululations? Hey guys, I can't hear you, (laughs) but It's going to be an amazing time. So join us for that. And may the Lord bless you. This month we begin a new sermon series called Sabbath, Entering into God's Rest. Entering God's Rest. I believe God is calling us to rest in Him. Especially with the times. And this month we'll look at exactly what that is all about. Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4. I'm reading from verse 9 to 11, the NIV. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9 to 11, from the NIV. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the opportunity to share your word. King of kings, we lift up your name. We glorify you. We thank you, Jehovah, that you are the God who allows us to share uh, share the word. You are the God who helps us to keep the word in our hearts. And so Jehovah, help us, even in these difficult times, to remember your word. In Jesus' name we pray, and I hear the people of God say, Amen. People can't hear you. (laughs) Ah, I've been reading a book, Emotionally Healthy Leader, by Peter Scazzero, an italiano. He's not from the mafia. (laughs) This book is amazing. I've been reading it for almost four months now. I don't take four months to read a book, so don't judge. (laughs) But it's amazing. It's a book that talks about leadership from the inside out not leadership the way the world is teaching it from outside in. And so in this book, chapter 4 talks about Sabbath and how we are to handle it. The issue of rest, the issue of um, how to work and how to rest God's way. And so it so powerfully impacted me that I thought, it's amazing to share this with um, the people of God. And so you begin at Genesis chapter 2 verse 2 where God informs us of his resting. If you read Genesis chapter 1, the um, creation story happens. Genesis chapter 2, God is now giving us an insight into some of the creation process. In verse 2, he informs us of the mind-numbing statement that the creator of the universe, after creating everything on earth and in the heavens, in six days, rests on the seventh day. In resting, God is not informing humanity he was tired. Come on. God was not tired. He can never and will never get tired. He is a spirit, as we are told in John 4.24. He is simply giving us humanity, the pattern and structure of time that is a seven-day period that has six days of working and one day of resting. It is the sacred rhythm of working and rest. That is exactly what God is showing us. So it goes that if God, the spirit creator of the universe, stopped working after finishing on the creation of the universe to show us how we are to work, then it means that we are also to stop working on the seventh day. Before we begin talking about rest on the seventh day, we must talk, talk about stopping to work. Our sermon title today is simply Stop Working. So all I'm going to tell you throughout the next couple of minutes is just stop working. Stop it. (laughs) Eh. Stopping to work doesn't necessarily mean in any sense that one, work is evil and must be avoided at some cost, hence the Sabbath. Uh -uh. Work came before the fall of man and so was a blessing to us. Jesus himself said the following in John 5, 16 and 17. Because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. This is a story of um, the person who was laying by the pool of Bethesda. In his defense, verse 17, Jesus said to him, My father is always at his work, say to them, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. Jesus told those guys who were rebuking him for healing the man by the pool of Bethesda, who had been there for 38 years and was waiting on the Lord. Jesus told them, guys, my father is always at his work. And this day I too am working. We must always remember that God is a spirit. He is the God, the creator of the universe. He is almighty. He is Jehovah. He will never need any rest. Never. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. He gave us rest to show us, mortal men and women, that we cannot function without resting our mortal bodies. And so work is not evil. And Sabbath never came for us to avoid work. Work is a blessing from God. But when the fall happened in Genesis 3, the painful toil was introduced to the element of work. Toil is work done without without joy. Toil is work done without joy. Now and forever, work will be done with sweat. That's what God said in the curse in Genesis 3. So work isn't evil, it is good. Please remember that. That's not what I'm talking about. In stopping work, I'm not necessarily saying that number two, or this does not necessarily mean that number two, we must make Sunday as the day of rest. And I hope hope you guys understand me in this. God's command is to have the heavenly pattern, sacred rhythm of rest. This sacred rhythm of rest is a must. It is a must. Since our mortal bodies cannot function well without it. If you are taking different days off every week from work, your system will collapse at some point since your pattern and rhythm of rest is secular. The sacred rhythm of rest is working six days and an off day, the day of rest, your day of Sabbath. But the secular system of rest is work, 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 holiday, work, 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 holiday, work, 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 holiday. Walk, 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 walk. <laughs> you guys get the point. The heavenly pattern or sacred rhythm of rest allows the mortal body to function at its optimum. Most things in the world like factories, games, construction, and many others function in patterns. Set patterns. Working patterns. So how can we not fun- uh, work in set patterns? patterns from the Lord, sacred rhythms of rest and work. Why are we using systems that are not working for us? This means you can choose Sunday as a work day and choose another day altogether as a rest day. Sunday being a work day means delighting in God might be affected, but if it still remains, then on your day of rest, you must delight in God in some way. If Sunday is your rest day, then you must observe it as a day of total rest and delight in God. And never for any work. I hope we understand. Stopping to work doesn't mean in any sense that number three, we can just take a few hours every week to rest. Next week we'll talk in more detail about the issue of rest. But the Sabbath day of rest is a full 24-hour day. It is not a half day. It is not four to six hours of rest. It has been said that the best Sabbath keepers of our day are the Jews, who to this day still observe a 24-hour day period of rest. It's a day that begins every Friday evening at 6 p.m. and ends at 6 p.m. on Saturday. A full day of rest is 24 hours, not two hours. (laughs) So, if God instructed our mortal selves to stop working on the seventh day, if God has given us the pattern and rhythm of sacred rest, then the ultimate question then must be, why don't we take it? Why can't we just stop working? Why can't you stop working? Why can't you switch off? Why can't you shut down? In order to answer this question, I must remind us all that the issue of taking rest for your body, keeping the Sabbath, someone who believes in God and his son Jesus Christ is a command. Exodus 20, verse 8 commands us to always and forever remember the Sabbath by keeping it holy. When we take rest, we are following what God said and thus are being obedient or we are keeping it holy. Keeping it holy means we are obeying the law and so are holy before God. So we are being obedient. Not stopping to work is being disobedient to God's command and thereby not keeping the day holy. Not stopping to work is a show of pride and haughtiness that displays and shows that we are just like God in nature and power and can function without stopping. So I will ask again, Why don't you stop working and take a Sabbath rest? Why are you just going? Why can't you stop? That's my question. I believe, number one, we don't stop working because as children we were taught never to be idle. And so we define ourselves by our work. If mom and dad or your guardian found you just relaxing or sitting idling after schools were closed, guys, you know what would happen. This ingrained in us, the concept of always working, and as the saying goes, turn up a child in the way she should go. You know how that finishes. Now as adults, our identity is based on what we do rather than who we are. As a child of God, we must make every effort with the Spirit of God living in us to unlearn this destructive way. We must embrace rest and patterns of rest before we find ourselves in the hospital fighting for dear life. I believe we don't stop working because, number two, we falsely believe we'll be poor when we stop. This is a false belief because tied in this is the pride and haughtiness of assuming that we are the bearers and providers of our sustenance and our futures. We falsely believe that we are the providers and owners of the universe, while in fact God never shares that position with anyone else. He will never share it. He alone is God, one God. One father, one creator of the universe. What the world is teaching us today is when you sleep, then it means you have nothing to do. Sleep is for the poor, they say. You will sleep when you die, they say. Guys, the world came to steal, to kill, and to destroy us. The Lord of the world, remember, is the devil himself. And so with these doctrines that he's perpetuating, especially on the believers today, I beg you by the mercies of God to not believe what the world is teaching. You will not be poor when you stop and when you rest. Believe it or not, the richest of the rich, the wealthy, the ones in the upper echelon, as they say, are those that sleep and rest as God commanded. Ask them. Ask them. Listen to them and you'll hear they say, may I work for eight hours and sleep. For, the sim- for a similar amount of time. I believe we've not stopped working or we don't stop working also because number three, shame. These are not borrowed from the book. Shame. Shame is intensely painful. An intensely the intensely painful feeling or experience of being fundamentally flawed, defective, unworthy, and deficient in some vital way as a human being. In his book, Emotionally Healthy Leader, Peter Scazzero says that the feeling of shame makes us work harder and then work even harder. We assume that if we just get over the next hill at work, we'll feel better about ourselves and things will step back and relax. But for now, we can't stop. Shame testifies to a flawed being and so the Sabbath rest can be terrifying because nothing productive leaves us feeling vulnerable. Because doing nothing productive feels us feeling vulnerable. We may feel emotional exposure and nakedness before God or others. Overworking hides these feelings of inadequacy or worthlessness, not just from others but also from ourselves. As long as we keep busy, we cannot turn that internal voice that says things like, I am never good enough. I am never safe enough. I am never perfect enough. I am never extraordinary enough. I am never successful enough. To all this, we must always remember that we are all made in the image and likeness of God. And if we've received the gift of Jesus Christ, we are more than conquerors. Shame is not our option, our portion. Finally, I believe we don't stop working because we hate endings and are afraid of everything endings make us feel. I hate it when things come to an end. We'll have new beginnings. We'll have the starting of things. When the relationship begins, oh, you uncloud cloud a million. My goodness. When you start eating that piece of cake, it just feels nice. You know? When you're hungry and you start eating, the the, the feeling is just amazing. (laughs) When things begin, it is beautiful. When you first met the love of your dreams, even your ex, when you first met, you guys were on cloud one million. But when things end, it's a different case altogether. This is the major reason behind the pain of death. If you've experienced death in any way, you know the pain of not seeing the person again. The person stopped and it completely pained us. The uncertainty of never being with them destroys us. Stopping to work for most of us seems like ceasing to work. And the thoughts of it just numbs us with fear to the point of eventually just not stopping it altogether. We can't even begin to imagine retirement. What is that? Some of us have never taken time off work in the fear of assuming or thinking the job placement might actually die. I might lose the job one. Eh, If I'm not there, they will replace me. The job may not happen without me. eh? Who told you? And then you're shocked when you leave the job and you're replaced in an instant. (laughs) I'm vital to the health of the job and without me it it can't succeed. Eh? Stop lying to yourself. This is a falsehood and a great fear that must be killed if you are a child of God. If you truly believe in Jesus Christ, then we can never be afraid of stopping to work. We must remember that we've got the Spirit of God living inside of us. The Spirit of God is all power, all love, and all soundness of mind. So we can't be afraid to stop working. Brothers and sisters, you must stop working. Embrace the Sabbath obey it and thus be holy this way we'll be pleasing to god but not just that we will have very healthy bodies operating at the optimum level because they are still the holy spirit's temples this season we are in has forced many of us to not stop working the difficulty of the times has filled us and unfortunately our bosses (laughs) with so much fear for the future that everyone is on gear 1 million God has sent me to remind you this season, this month of the Sabbath rest, remember Sabbath just means rest, keep it stop working obey it make it holy by following it because it is a sacred plan for your rest if God could stop from working on the universe, so can we stop working Stop it. But maybe you're there and you're struggling to stop working. You've never known a day that you're not busy. All you do is run, run, run. I will pray for you. Pray for us. And then we'll close. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the word. We thank you for the opportunity to share and break the word together with many king of kings and lord of lords. Jehovah. I know many that are listening today are in a place maybe of struggling to stop working. Jehovah, many are struggling to switch off. King of Kings, I ask you by the mercies of God to help because you are the God of all help. You sent us the Spirit of God to help us. But Jehovah, it is only through you that we can conquer this. You told us that when you, we receive the spirit inside of us, the old man was gone and his faulty ways. Jehovah, the newness of your spirit brings in us newness of life. Help us to stop working, to rest. Because when we do, we will be holy and pleasing to you. And more than that, our bodies will be effective. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah and amen. God bless you guys. Continue with us next week as we continue in the series of this month, Sabbath entering God's rest. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Bunny House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.